and we're live, sir. The Grind Mastermind episode numero four. It's gone pretty quick, actually. March third, twenty twenty-three. Grinding as usual, yes. Chris, how the heck are you? I've been. I'm good. I've been super busy. Actually, started uh, two new client projects. And I got another one starting next week, so it's gonna be pretty busy. Don't don't go into too much detail yet. All right, yeah. we're we're just saying hello, you know. Yeah, e yeah, e yeah. Ease us into it. It sounds like it'll be a good update. Awesome, awesome, cool. Well, I guess we can just jump in. We're uh, we were just talking before for those watching either live on YouTube or, or watching the YouTube video. I'm trying to figure out how to get an actual timer up on the screen so we can have like 10 minute blocks. Anyways, I'll get it I'll get it ready for the next episode. And don't forget the explosion when the timer goes out. <laughs> now you're asking me for a lot. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. I'll get the timer. We'll start with the timer and we'll go from there. Anyways, yeah. let's jump in for for uh, any of our new listeners. Chris and I have been pals for a long time and every 2 weeks we actually started our own just like the two of us kind of a keeping ourselves accountable, kind of like a two-person mastermind, catching up every two weeks, setting goals, and eventually we were like, well, why the heck don't we just record it and, and turn, it into, uh, turn it into a show? So here we are. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Chris, we'll, uh, we each get about 10 minutes to go through the updates from the last two weeks and what we want to focus on for the next two weeks, and then we usually spend five, 10 minutes you know, shooting the shit, talking about books, talking about other cool tools. So anyways, I'll stop rambling. Chris, you want to talk about... How'd the last two weeks go and uh, what the next two might sure. look like? Yeah, so my goal for more goals for this week were uh, around launching a giveaway to my newsletter. Then I was working on the sales page for some one experiment, top secret experiment that I've been running, working on. Top, and, also, and also looking into cross promotions for the newsletter again. So I launched the giveaway. The giveaway also is done. It's completed. Uh, finished uh, two days ago. I didn't even win. So I thought I you were going to fix it or something. No? I guess yeah, I guess no, it was no, an honest, sorry. authentic yeah, giveaway. I just used King Sumo. It's random. <laughs> I've been uh, excited to hear about it. So how did it go? Did it exceed expectations, match expectations? Were you happy with the yeah. results? I would say I was happy first just because I tried it and it was a good learning experience being the first time that I was doing something similar. Uh, as far as results, I didn't get, um, I still have to look into like the actual like concrete data and I'm not entirely sure how I'll be able to do that because I don't see referrals in, uh, in the platform, in the dashboard. Mm. Uh, I just see the what the amount of people shared so the entries so it might be that i didn't get any referrals but i see 140 entries so at least my hopes are that the brand name circled around there and the word got spread a bit that was my my main goal i wasn't hoping for a lot of subscribes especially because my list it's still quite small and uh, it's also there's not like uh like influencers that are part of my list right so they don't have huge communities so mm -hmm. i wasn't expecting a lot of signups um and also i was running cross promotions at the same time so the data might be 
a bit mixed in, so I don't want to jump to conclusions for the giveaway. Right. But but yeah, it was a it was a fun and good experiment to learn something. Um, also, it was a a nice way to show to my list that I'm active, that I'm giving back in a way. So yeah, it was good and. I'm just picking the I picked the three winners, so I'm basically uh, email back and emailing back and forward to give them the prize and the prizes now. Right. Would Would uh, you do yeah. Would you do it again? Uh, maybe not until I reach a substantial amount of subscribers. So probably around five hundred or thousand subscribers, so that I can get a higher return and also make it a bit more fun, engaging. Right. Come up with something interesting. I guess that's true, eh? The more, the more, it, it's kind of funny because you're trying to do it to grow your list, in a sense. Mm -hmm. At least that's one of the goals. But um, the bigger your list is, the bigger the results will probably be because you you have a bigger army sharing it on their socials yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it compounds in a way. And and right now I'm only around 270 people, so it's not huge. <laughs> it's not big numbers. Yeah, but I mean, considering where you started, like, what, half a year ago, yeah, a year yeah. ago, it's uh, it's cool. Awesome. Yeah, sure. So that's cool. So what about... Um... Uh, I can go into cross-promotions, speaking for the list. Cross-promotions, on the other hand, went super well. I've used this platform, um, it's called Letter Growth. I don't remember if I spoke about it last time. Letter Growth. But it's... um. It's a free platform by, uh, that's built by this guy called Paul McCulf. I'm. Hmm, I wanted to, to to do a shout out because he's a really good guy, and the platform is, works really well. Huh. Completely free. You can join. They also invite you for now. It's still free to a Discord group where you can talk about newsletter growth with other newsletter owners. Have to check and, that out. Uh, yeah, for sure. And. Uh, yeah, you basically you jump on the platform and you have this kind of dashboard where you can see and filter other newsletters based on um, the the niche, kind of the interest that you can see who their target audience is, uh, what kind of target audience they would like to cross promote to, uh, and also what what is the their minimum subscriber count that that, that they would like the other newsletter to have. But even if I, I reached out to, to a couple of newsletters who have like a thousand or a thousand subscribers and they they wanted kind of the same amount of subscribers, even if, even though mine is only 260, I got a lot of a, a lot of those bigger ones uh, cross promoting for me as well. Hmm. So they, they don't really mind as long as the audience it's a is a fit. Right. So so that so that was good and like consider in one day I reached out to 26 of those and I got a reply the same day by 15 or 16 saying wow. that they wanted to do the cross promotion. Holy and crap. And I have I have a I'm keeping track of that on a spreadsheet now. And in total so far I I'm working on yeah, those those 15 I already booked a couple, already went live, and I've already got some subscribers. Not a huge number, but consider maybe for like one newsletter, there was quite big, sent over like 10, 15 subscribers. 
right. which was still good for I mean, free, considering it's for free. It's it's a great idea. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'll I'll, I'll talk about it in my update because um, I want to do one or two more things first. But if you like, number one, newsletters are in right now, right? Like they're the thing to be doing. Everyone and their mother has a newsletter. And if you read any of the strategies and guides and blog posts about how to grow, like cross promotion is one of the huge ones, right? So this makes sense. I'm going to have to jump on this because it sounds like a, a great opportunity. Yeah. Especially because if people are on other newsletters, you know they like newsletters, right? So kind of like what you were alluding to, if, if you can just find newsletters with a similar target audience, it's, uh, it's awesome. Cool. Exactly. And it doesn't necessarily need to be like, super similar or super close as far as the target audience as long as they have interests that like intersect with your with your newsletter that's fine like people right. are willing to learn new things and if if they like your personality your website when they get to the landing page mm -hmm. that's all uh, that's all plus awesome you want to go into yeah. uh goals for the next yeah, the, the other goal that I had was to get the draft of the sales page for that funnel done. I right. just finished it this morning, which I'm pretty stoked about. Nice. So the next step is I have to basically look into running Facebook ads, with, which I'm a total newbie <laughs> at. <laughs> I don't know anything. If you have any resource or you ever done anything... I, I've, done a decent, Facebook ads. I've done a decent amount. I'm by no means an expert, but... Um... It's, it's when you open up the screen for the first time, you're going to be like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> and then it's one of those things where you spend a week or two or three doing it and then it starts to click. And I feel like it's one of those things that can seem very complicated. It's actually quite simple. The beauty is in, you know, actually cracking the code, right? Having a really good visual, really good text, the right targeting, et cetera, et cetera. So, so is one goal what like learn learn like do you want it do you want the goal to be set up Facebook ads or learn about Facebook ads or in two weeks yeah I would say come up with an like an in depth strategy or do you think it's realistic to launch Facebook ads maybe not no yeah I mean it, it depends how much time you want to put into it right theoretically or technically in like two, three days, you could have an ad up and running. And and the beautiful thing is you can test with such small amounts, right? That's what the, the beautiful thing is. So yeah. like, if you wanna hustle and get it out quick, you could have an ad running this week and just spend five bucks a day, right? And see how it performs yeah. and then continue learning. So it's, it's kind of up to you. I would probably recommend spend a day or sit down for like two, three, four hours we're gonna to have to clip this as like how to get into Facebook ads. Um, sit down for like two, three, four hours and just like Google, you know, YouTube it, right? How to make sure it's more recent videos because the ads yeah. manager has updated over the years. Or I think Facebook even has a course, right? Now all these mm. platforms have a course, right? Like Google has a course on their own, you know, stuff. So if Facebook has a quick course, do that, or just watch like the top five to 10 videos on how to set up Facebook ads in 2023. It really mm -hmm. comes down to, man, like once you get into the weeds, it's targeting, right? So set up your target audience, what ages, what locations, what interests might they have? Like there's all these things you can, you don't have to, but like you can search by, right? So for you, it might be like men between 25 and 40, 
who live in, maybe you want to do it by UK or, you know, maybe you want to include Italy because you have that. Like you can pick specific countries and cities and then you can say, I want people who are interested in Gary V and Frank Kern, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can get really into the weeds. So number one is targeting has to be really good. Number two is the visual. It can be a photo, it can be a carousel, it can be a video, blah, blah, blah. It has to be a showstopper, right? You want to stop people in their scroll because on Facebook, they're probably scrolling. And then third is the text, right? The copy. I don't have to tell you how to do that. You're, you're pretty good. And then the last thing is where are you sending them, right? So the landing page, it sounds like you almost have it ready. And obviously, you know a thing or two about landing pages. That's all you need, yeah, right? So Easier yeah, said than done, but yeah. Yeah, I know, like the guys in this course that I've been following to build this funnel, they basically said that Facebook got, the algorithm got really good. So once you once you find your way into the right targeting, it becomes pretty much automatic. Like they are able to really fine tune it automatically on their own mm-hmm. based on the responses. Uh, but yeah, in two weeks, I still actually have to build the the landing page. I have the copy ready. I, just, I basically have to put it live on the website. So that's going to be work. So okay. I would say I would say just uh, start learning about Facebook ads and maybe plan the strategy. Learn plan about the strategy. And plan strategy for and build the ads and build the landing page. Build landing the page. Yeah, the, the, their stuff's really good. The other thing I would recommend is um, do a lot of testing, right? So because you can spend so little per ad, come up with like two, three, four targets and then two, mm. three, four visuals, and then two, mm. three, if you want to go deep, right? You don't have to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And then just have like 10 versions, plug five bucks a day into each, and then you can just start tuning down or tuning up ads that are working or not, right? Ah, uh, okay, so and you can run them at the same time, right? Yeah, you can do whatever the hell you want. Mm. As long as you're paying Facebook, you can do whatever the hell you want, right? So what, what yeah. I would probably do is come up with like three, three or four markets, three or four variations of the ad, and run a version of each to each market. So you'll have like 12 and then see which ones perform. So consider consider the audience, it's, it's quite specific already because the offer is already specific. So it's e-commerce, six figures, maximum e-commerce business owners, founders. So that's the target okay. audience. So I have, to, I have to find maybe... You're, you're gonna have like to find proxies, right? So yeah, so like you, you can't click like e-commerce owner, right? Unless they might have that, I don't know if they have that. They have some occupations, right? Lawyer, doctor, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, you know, they might have entrepreneur, business owner, but they're, you, you can't click like six figure e-commerce owner. So the way around you, that is you, you try to find some proxies, right? Like they like... Doyle, uh, not Doyle Brunson. Uh, Russell Brunson. They like Russell Brunson. I think Doyle Brunson was like can, a famous can you poker also, player. Can you also use podcasts? Because I know uh, podcasts that they listen to. I've also been on, on, a, on an e-commerce podcast. So you type it in and you can see if it comes up. Some of them might. Okay. Like an interest in the Joe Rogan podcast, for example, probably comes up. Yeah. The, this, the, the small ones, I don't know. But go test. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah. Just make the the target odd. Make a couple of them because you never know what could click and what could not. And then, ex- like the algorithm takes over, and then you can in the future just use what they call lookalike audiences. So you can just mm-hmm. tell Facebook, hey, just pick people that are like the people from my last thing that worked. You know what I mean? So yeah, don't overthink yeah. the audience too much. Um, but I would 
especially if, if I had like a team, if I'm talking to a business owner who has like a team right now and they, you know, this is very important, I would definitely have like three, four, five audiences, three, four, five ads, and then every week cut the ad that's doing the worst and test a new ad to see how it goes against the, the uh, competition. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, so is that it for the next two weeks? So we have learn about and plan strategy for Facebook ads, build landing page. Anything else that you wanted uh, in there? No, pretty pretty excited to see how the Facebook ads go just because I'm interested in learning. And also... Is, is this for the email list? Is this specifically to grow no. the email? Okay, no, cool. no, this is for info product business. So basically I want to start and develop the info product but so why don't why don't you why don't you take a page out of Ben Settle and try to promote the email list? Get them on your email list, and then upsell the info product, right? Because then at no. least you have their email. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. Just like no, ah, because I, don't I, care. I have this whole plan. <laughs> All right, this, I, I've already. It's basically like a, and I'll dive deeper maybe once it's live. But basically, you have this whole funnel upsells stuff that basically the whole purpose it's to work kind of automatically but what if they click and don't but what if they click and then don't buy so the goal for this launch i i still have to build the product right so this is going to be basically testing the offer Hmm. so if they sign up i'm going to add them to an email list and then i'll build the product so that's the strategy right now i'm not investing a ton of time on building yet Okay, but so you don't work, have it ready. If okay. the idea work, yeah. If so you're, work, you're pulling the then... Tim Ferriss, right? You're kind of like, yeah. te- you know, <laughs> testing before building. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll be curious to see how this goes. Cool. Yeah, me too. All right, anything else before we flop over? Uh, uh, no, pretty much done. Okay, I need you to quickly read my two or three because I'm in a different page to update the next with our new goals it was reach out to 20 Uh, people finish the website i think right and there was a third one i can't remember uh 20 outreach per day finish the sg website including joint page and key messaging uh yeah i think that's it oh it's just those two okay i thought there was an email launch cold email campaign all oh, right. Link. Okay, so we, we did that. We did the... Okay, so we'll start on the Visto side. Been a pretty good two weeks. I've been doing a lot of um, outreach. I started doing cold calling for a couple days, but then we realized that Alex, my CTO, started the cold email campaign. Mm-hmm. And I would... And so people would get emails and calls before an email, then an email before a call. <laughs> <The same> so, <laughs> people? Yeah. Because <laughs> we started at the top. We both started at the top of the list. Yeah. So anyways. But what we realized was that it's actually a good idea if you're more strategic about it. The problem was I would call someone and I didn't know if they had gotten an email or not. And they were like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're, I got the email. And I was like, huh? What? You know what I mean? So anyways, <laughs> so we took a step back and we said, okay, let's integrate this stuff. And now Josh is going to cold call a day after people receive an email. So we're Mm. putting in place a system where first people get our first email because we have a sequence, right? They get the first email, then I'll call those people the next day. So, and Mm. now I have it in my head, right? Oh, hey, did you see my email? Blah, blah, blah. Now, it it was actually interesting and, and I think it'll work because, for example, one person I was able to convert into a demo 
because I called them and they said, oh yeah, I saw your email. It actually does look interesting. But you know how that happens, right? Somebody opens a cold email, it might look interesting, then their phone rings, then their dog pees and they're gone, right? Yeah. They forget about <laughs> you. So I actually think combining the cold email or LinkedIn or whatever with the cold call is actually a really good um, dynamic. So anyways, I'm going to revise that. So it went well, uh, but we're going to be... Yeah. So, so why is it, are are you two guys doing it like separately? Why do you send the email and Alex does the call? Well, why don't you he's also the tech, do the he's, call? He's just set, no, I'm doing the calls. I'm doing all the calls. Ah, okay. He just set up the campaign because he's good with tech. Ah, all right. Yeah. Okay, I've set okay. it up before, but we, we wanted to divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And so then after a day it hit us, like, wait, we, we need to synergize these two yeah. things, right? So I'm going to say, um, you know, continue um, cold call outreach um, in sync with cold email. So that's been pretty good. Um, the cold calls get easy, like the first the first 10 suck and then the first the second day kind of sucks. And then it's not so bad once once you get into it. I think part of it is if, if you're just really specific and direct and you're targeting the right people, it's not that bad, right? Because what's everybody's biggest fear of a, of a cold call? Somebody yells at you, right? But if you're selling e-commerce, whatever, and you're calling e-commerce people, the worst they're going to say is, oh, that's interesting. Like, no, thanks. And that's it. And you hang up and you dial the next number, right? So it's not so bad. Yeah. If you get a good list, you have good crisp messaging. Like I get right to the point. Hey, do you do this? Are you interested in that? Yes, no. Okay, great. If they are, hey, do you want to set up a quick demo, blah, blah, blah. So it's it's going pretty well. Getting into a good system, the, the, the last thing I'll say is um, get having a good system set up so you can create no additional excuses in your head, right? Have mm-hmm. the list ahead of time, have the name, have the number, have the website, so you can just go bang, 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 bang. Because once you get a couple going, it's like anything, right? Once you do the first few, you get into a rhythm, you keep going. One of the calls converts, you get excited, you're feeling good, so you're more motivated to keep going. So anyways, I'll have more to share probably in two weeks about it. And cold calling, I feel like, is probably a little bit underrated, these points, because people are so used to technology and automation. Yeah, for Um, sure. So anyways, so that's number one. Do you find that these people that you call are kind of surprised when you call them, or are they used to cold calls or getting cold calls? It's a good question. Um, let me think about that. Not, not really surprised. I think the key is you need that great two sentence, one to three sentence pitch. The right? hook. Cause they yeah. pick up and they're like, hello. And I'm like, hi, is this blah, blah, blah speaking? Yes. Who are you? You need a really good answer to that question, right? Or who are you? Mm-hmm. Or who's this? Or what's the, what's this about? Right. If you have a really good answer to that, you'll keep them at least there to give you a respectable answer. And the answer could be no. Right. But they'll Mm -hmm. be like, oh, okay, yeah, no. Like a lot of these calls, even when they say no, they actually end with thank you. Right. And again, this takes some practice and having a good strategy. Like I have a I have a sales advisor who's helped me a lot over the last year or two. So I'm in really good hands, right? I've done sales myself for the last five, six years anyways, but I have a, an advisor who's like an A plus salesman, mm-hmm. right? So he, he, like, I didn't go in blind with this, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> hey, yeah, who the, who the heck are you, right? Oh, I'm Josh. I'm an immigration lawyer. I'm just wondering if you guys do a lot of this type of work because we have blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? 
Um, mm-hmm. And so if you have that and it's right to the point and it hits that target because you're targeting the right people, then it, it goes pretty well. And they're, they're not that surprised. And so usually the answer is, ah, oh, no, we, you know, we don't really do much of that, but that sounds interesting. Thanks for letting me know. Right. Or yeah, that actually is interesting. You know, tell me more and then blah, 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 mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Cameo is watching live and says 100 with the 100 uh, emojis. Nice. So I have somebody who, uh, who agrees. So anyways, cold calling, super interesting, fun experience. I'll, I'll probably be doing a lot of it over the next few months so we can share more about it just cause we're, we're getting behind here on schedule. Um, I'll quickly talk about SG. So on the SG side, got the website finished thanks to your introduction. So ah, redesign cool. the we'll website, see. check it out. It looks 10 times better, I think, because I'm a terrible designer and she's an actually good designer. Oh, wow. Um, like the colors. So, yeah. She added the, the blue, which is kind of nice. Yeah. And the design is just better, right? It's just, uh, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. It's just better. Solopreneurgrind.com for those of you who want to check it out. And the only thing I have to touch up is I might touch up the join page. Like she did the design of the join page. I think I want to touch up the copy a little bit. And um, I have to reset up the actual join box um, because she just set up set it up with like the Elementor widget and I need to hook it up to Aweber so, mm. um, to actually collect the email. So anyways, so we'll say, um, so that's good. And then once I have all that finalized, I can start implementing all these things that you're testing before me. You're, you're, you're my testing dummy, Chris. So based on what works for you. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we'll say um, finalize join page on SG site. And then I'm gonna say pick first growth strategy to test. And I feel like I might try out this letter growth that you mentioned, because it just it just makes so much sense. Yeah, I would say I would say I would try one one sponsorship with the budget you have that you can start. There are some that are even like two hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. I would pick one sponsorship and and go fully into cross promotions as many as you can get. Right. Okay. So pick for sponsorship. You I'll can put use, in brackets um, um, sponsor and or cross promo, and I'll yeah, put here for, letter growth. For the sponsorships, you can use uh, Swapstack. What's it called? Swapstack? Swapstack. Like S-W-A-P stack? Yeah. Okay. See, this is why we have this show, people. This is great. I don't have to do any research now. I have Compounding of ideas. <laughs> That's it. You want to quickly uh, talk about books or any other cool tools that... Uh... I finished another book, yes. Nice. What did you sure. finish? I finished uh, So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. Did you read it? I've never read it. I've heard about it many times. What did you it's think? It's really, really good. I was interested in learning about, um, learning, like reading it because I've, I've, I've heard about it a lot of times as well, but never got to it. But lately I got more interested into learning about because I've, I've, I realized that I realized that I I'm getting really passionate about like this business stuff and sometimes it's even it's even funnier to me or more exciting to like work on building like business stuff than just maybe I don't know uh, go out or something getting mm-hmm. drunk I, I stopped drinking by the way but 
I'm getting really passionate about it. And one thing was uh, like realizing that a passion doesn't have to be this high calling, like this, you know, this calling that you need can be just mastering your skill, your skill set. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main things that the book is about, which is basically all about um, like the full, you get fulfillment and uh, meaning like a meaningful career by getting passionate about building your skill set, building mastery and working at it. And there's mm-hmm. a like one good quote that he says is um, you have to get good before you can expect good work. Hmm. which is basically all about like master one skill, get really good at it, and you'll find eventually the passion, the purpose that you've been looking for. It doesn't have to be, you don't, you don't have to feel called by a higher God or something. <laughs> right. I think that's probably been, yeah, overemphasized by like all the gurus online, right? The word passion gets yeah. inflated, et cetera, et cetera. Cameo says, I've heard about it, but not read it too. I'm just going to plug for those of you watching or listening Uh, We do record this live every second Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern. So check out Solopreneur Grind on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and follow if you ever want to tune in live as well. Cameo, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Cool. Uh, I finished crushing it. So not only did I finish crushing it, I actually made a video book review about it. So many of you know. Oh, you did? Nice. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I have to watch it. Yeah, so I'm in the middle right now of, which I think you reminded me of, um, The Everything Store. I'm rereading The Everything mm-hmm. You read it a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually listening now to also Amazon Unbound. Okay, yeah, that's. I'll probably read follow. that next. Yeah, I've, I've read them both already, but every couple of years I, I reread the good ones. So I'm in the middle mm-hmm. of the Amazon Store, uh, The Everything Store, which is great. I finished crushing it, which is, if you're trying to do anything you know, resembling what like Chris and I are trying to do, build a tech company, build a business, build a personal brand. I think it's a great book to read. Crushing It, the the second one, because it's more updated and it has all these cool success stories that stemmed from the first book, Crush It. I'll put the link in the... uh... So I recorded a video because I find that... I don't know. I, I like writing the book reviews and, and I send book reviews to my daily email list. So so make sure you're on that. But I feel like I can be far more expressive in a video, right? When, when I like click, click play and I can just kind of talk it out. I'm posting it in the chat if anybody wants to check it out after this video. Um, have you read Crushing It, Chris? No, I have it, but I still have to get to it. Okay. You should, is it, you should is definitely it just read. examples of people, or does he also like teach like lessons goes through his own like? Business? Yeah. So so here's the two things he does. The three things he does. Number one is he tells you about like his approach to social media, why you should be doing it, why it's so important to build a personal brand, and like some of his key principles, right? Being authentic, adding value, blah blah blah, testing, blah blah blah. Then the second thing he does is he talks about the main platforms and how to approach each one, right? How to how to post on YouTube versus mm. how to post on Facebook versus whatever, right? So that's another reason why you should get Crushing It, which is the most updated one, because Crush It was from 2009 and the platforms yeah. have changed since then, uh-huh. right? And then the third thing he does is he weaves in these success stories. 
So like right. under the YouTube chapter, there's a there's a real life example from a reader who crushed it on YouTube, right? So it's really good. I, I highly recommend it. If you're posting a lot of content or trying to get into posting a lot of content, it's a great read. Cameo says for sure going to check it out. Awesome. And um, the beauty is, like anything, it's not rocket science, right? Like Chris, you specifically, you're not going to learn a ton that you didn't already know, but it's going to put the pieces together in your head and it's also going to motivate you to get, you know, mm. get moving, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. a book I'll probably read. It's the second time I've read it. I'll probably read it every two, three years. And uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, that, that, that's well said. Like one thing that I realize reading these like biographies is that we, we often undervalue the motivation that we get from these books. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes that's what you really need. Like you need to hear like people who've done it and people who have been successful at it to really like motivate you and push you forward. That That's probably half of it for me, right? Like at this point, I, I've read a lot of books and you're not gonna read too much that's new, right? Um, now, if, if you're trying to get into something new, like for example, Facebook ads in your case, right? You might wanna go consume more content to learn more about Facebook ads. But like in this case, you know, maybe I was getting de demotivated about posting as much content I, I reread Crushing It. I'm like, damn, yeah, Frig, Gary, you're right. I got I to keep pushing it. This this is what I'm working towards, right? It kind of like resets the vision and stuff like that. Um, similarly, if I'm feeling like unmotivated in business, I'll pick up like Shoe Dog or The Everything Store, or whatever, read about one of these founders that had to really grind it out, you know, before they, whatever. Even though I've read the book before, right? But it's, it's yeah, that yeah. reminder. I also find, I don't know about you, but I find that almost every time I read a book, you'll actually pick out something a little bit different from it because oh, of sure. where you're yeah. at in that stage, right? You're at a different point in your life, a different point in your business. So the most important takeaways might actually change a couple of years later yeah. on a reread. Yeah, I, I, I use this, uh, it's, it's a, like a, an app that basically collects all my highlights into one, it's called Readwise. And sometimes I get a FOMO from seeing those highlights because it reminds me, oh, fuck, this book was great. I want to reread it, but I don't have the time because I'm reading 20 more books. Right. What's so, what's it called? Yeah. What's that tool? Called read, read Wise, and it syncs up. If you're interested, I like just -E R-E-A-D-W-I-S-E? Read Wise altogether. Cool. I'm we'll going to plug the show it. notes. I'm going to plug my the video that I just posted on my channel, which is basically all about the my system from learning from all the books that I read. So if you go on the Conversion Alchemy channel, the latest video, it's all about that. It's a 20-minute video on my system using Readwise and all this stuff. S send me the link. I'll put your video and my video in the show notes as well. We'll link yeah. to all this in the show notes, right, guys? So if you Readwise and letter growth and all that kind of stuff. Cameo says Readwise is really good. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to check it out. Awesome. Anything else, Chris, before we wrap up for this episode number four of the Grind Mastermind? No, I think that's a lot of stuff already. Yeah. So, yeah, jam-packed. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Cameo is great to have you. Make sure if you're watching on YouTube, like, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're listening on the podcast after the fact, please make sure to sub and like and support on whichever app 
uh, that you're listening to on review leave a five star or whatever all that fun stuff we will be back in two weeks friday 9 a.m eastern and um we will continue to share our thoughts feelings successes failures it looks like friday is the 31st of march do wait no not the 31st sorry the 17th yeah um which is saint patrick's day here in canada i'll be one year older because my birthday is on the 14th oh damn okay (laughs) make sure let me write that down chris s v day all right well um that's it for us cameo with the thumbs up thanks everybody for tuning in appreciate it make sure to like follow subscribe all that good stuff chris have a good two weeks and we will see everybody in the next episode let's keep on the grind keep it going